0: <laughs> back. You listen to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on. You don't have to listen to me anymore on my crappy picks. You just go there and you bet on a game or a bet on the fights this Saturday. And if you put down $1 and you're a new customer, you get $100 right there. It doesn't matter who wins. You can take Mike Luke out of the equation. All right. One guy that we don't want to take out of the equation, but we want to bring into the equation, is the Big Dog himself. Mr. Brody Dryden. You might know Brody, and if you don't know, you better get to know Brody. He's the uh, voice of the uh, Arizona women's basketball team. Brody, thanks for hopping back in here, my man.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a pleasure to be back. It's been a while, so uh, thanks for having me, Mike.
0: All right, real quick, just so everybody knows, the Big Dog's birthday yesterday. How old did you turn?
1: 23. It's my Jordan year.
0: I was gonna say that's when you know you're going places too. And I was 23; I was still a fifth or a sixth year senior here. This guy is commentating games for one of the top 10 teams in the country. So, salute, tip of the cap, my man. So, thank you. Man. Let's get to, uh, let's, get to uh, let's get to a little bit of Arizona women's basketball here. Okay, let's see. We already got people. Hi, Brody. Hey, what's going on, Tina? Hey. Um, let's talk a little. So you guys are, uh, you're all going to, you're going to be heading off to Vegas here shortly. I think after we get off right here mm-hmm. and um, uh, obviously the Pac-12 uh, women's uh, tournament starts here uh, for the, uh, for the women tomorrow. What are you looking for right now? Being that Arizona women's basketball is generally slotted in depending on who you look at generally slotted in at about a three seed.
1: Yeah, no, it, this The Pac-12 tournament is pretty big and I, I think it's, um, you know, bigger than it was a couple weeks ago because uh, looking at, you know, a couple weeks ago, Arizona was still uh, top 10 and uh, had suffered a, a couple losses on the season. But, you know, things have, have gotten, you know, I, I guess in relative to how the team has done throughout the whole season. Um, we talked about it on the, the coaches show. The team sort of hit a wall at, right. a, at a point in these past um Couple of weeks. It started out um, in Washington, and you know, Washington uh, is one of the, but they didn't have a conference win going into that game. Right. And then they just came out and, you know, played to their highest level and, and kept the score by, by the end of the game within uh, single digits of, of Arizona. It was, you know, expected to really kind of run them out of their own gym. And then it was a loss at Washington State that, um, Uh, It didn't necessarily help things, but, uh, you know, right now, I think Arizona's got some, like, pretty good momentum after losing again against UCLA, but coming back on senior day, getting the win against a a really solid USC team um, at home and securing the the first round bye for the Pac-12 tournament so they didn't have to play today because – that definitely would have been uh put in risk if they if they did l- drop their third game in a row lose to to USC. and plus it's senior day when it when it's a senior day where where sam thomas is being honored and uh Samaje smith and a copeland mm-hmm. as well I, I i just don't think that would have left a, a great taste in, in the team's mouth to to lose uh on, in that game before heading out to vegas but um, now I, I think there's some good mojo, some good momentum, um, got that first round by in, in the Pac-12 tournament, but we'll see what happens uh, later today between Washington and Colorado, but those are, are two teams that um, Arizona's taken down in the, in the regular season, uh, so you'd have to think they're, they're confident going into their first game tomorrow.
0: How is the uh, how is Arizona dealing with it? And you don't have to go into all the specifics, but just generally, how is Arizona dealing with? Obviously, you, they've been hit with some major injuries this year. Lauren Ware earlier in the uh, season, um, and then you've got Kate Reese, which is one that you know that was that was a huge blow right there. How is Arizona making up for that? What is the strategy on? Because you just can't replace Kate Reese's eighteen points per game.
1: Yeah, exactly, and that, that's that been one of the struggles. It was that Washington State game where, where Kate got um, injured in, in the second half and obviously uh, didn't come back, and I, I I feel like that did, you know, end up killing a lot of the momentum. And, and plus, just in that game, Washington State was was playing out of their mind. It was their senior day. They, they had, uh, you know, a few seniors that you could tell it was an emotional game that they were playing for – um, a lot right there but but it's hard because you just can't replace what, what Kate Reese does right um, out out on the floor but um I think they took that UCLA game to kind of figure things out it was their first loss at home which was unfortunate but then um, you know at USC this past Saturday it was kind of uh, like them showing it, you know USC ha- has some good bigs down low but um, Ariah Copeland uh, really stepped up. Lauren Ware, who, who's back from her injury, right. um, and stuff, she, she stepped up, um, in, in that place. And they're kind of learning to to fill that void because there really is no telling, um, when exactly Kate is, is going to be back. They hope for the Pac 12 tournament, but, um, I, I really don't know right now. And, and so it, that is one unfortunate thing, you know, throughout the season, there have been. A few of these injuries with Lauren Ware and and stuff that you know I think it was a little bit hard to get in the flow of things exactly how um, idea pictured things uh, going, but the to the team's testament they were, they've still been, you know, a phenomenal yeah. team, a top team in, in the PAC 12 and in the nation, despite,
0: you know, the, these
1: little it, speed bumps they, they've hit as well.
0: And isn't that kind of the testament to the program that she's built? I keep, I keep going back to it, but you lose an Arie McDonald who, you know, before Adia Bar or before Ari McDonald, you could easily make the case that Adia Barnes was the best player in program history, her, you know, Shantanese Polk, And then you lose Arie, who's a transcendent talent. Then throughout this year, you lose a Lauren Ware, who's a McDonald's All-American. Then you lose a Kate Reese. And oh, by the way, you're still going. You're still a top 10 team. You still have a lot of your expectations in tow. Watching this team up close, Brody, as as opposed to, you know, kind of somebody, you know, watching it on TV, watching it at McHale is there's got to be a lot more – there's got to be a lot deeper talent pool here that maybe a lot of people actually look at when they just think, oh, well, it's just, you know, it's Kate Reese or it's Shayna Pellington. they got a lot of players out there.
1: Yeah, and I, and I think that just, you know, keeps on going with what um, Adia had said since before the beginning of the season, that right for this season they've got a roster of 15 potential starters. There, there isn't right. – um, you know, just the the one player that they'll play through, and you know, obviously Kate Reese ended up getting the most touches, and she's just such a dominant post player that you know she she leads the team in, in scoring and stuff. But there there really are, you know, we've seen um, the the freshman from Spain, Gisela Sanchez. She's really right. stepped up in these past few games, and. Um, you know, we saw glimpses of her in the early non-conference games when Arizona was kind of blowing out opponents and they could get the freshmen in there. Maddie's she, really stepped up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maddie Connor, who, you know, you didn't know. You could see she had the great three-point 3, uh, three point shot in the beginning of the year, but it's kind of like in the beginning of Pac-12 play, um, it, they they didn't get that uh, playing They didn't time. get that memo? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and so now that they've kind of warmed up to it. They've gotten some more experience. They've really gotten that confidence. Uh, PJ Brown, um, who does a great job covering yeah. it in the Daily Star, you can read a great piece about how much Maddie Connor has really worked um, on yeah. her shot and her confidence to make sure when she does get that opportunity, she comes in and, and that's paid off. Um, a, a ton for her and, and she's been a really fun one to watch.
0: You know, this is a great question that uh, Terrence Wilmore, I only know him by TJ, but I don't know why he's putting Terrence right here. He makes a great point, Brody. And I've always admired coaches that are able to do this. She said, is it just me or does Adia have a little Miller in her when it comes to warning her team via the media to get their attention? Twice after bad losses, she said spots for up for grabs, then the same five. I listen to your show. Not necessarily even for the substance, just because I'm a big big dog fan right there. But um, I'm just kidding. The substance is fantastic as well. But Adia always does seem to. She wants a met, and this is I think a lot of great coaches do this. She's got a message that she puts out there, and you know what? It could be just her talking to her players. It could be her doing this through Brody Dryden. Do you get that when you're you know when you're talking to her that yes, she's talking to me, but she's also talking to her players as well.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I think you know it, it's all kind of orbiting ar- around that same um, thing because you know when when the team needs that that central message or a teaching moment, a lesson, or or whatever, I, I feel like she is really good about getting that out. And you know, if you listen to the the pregame interviews or anything that we do for the radio broadcast, sometimes I I do feel our. I'm like, you know, I I feel like I'm getting the pep talk or, right, right. you know, like I'm not playing coach. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you want to try to sub me in, you can, but I'm, I'm out of eligibility.
0: Um, Brody, you're a tall guy. Have they ever brought you in during practice to be like, you know, one of the, you know, like the blocking dummies? Have they ever had you do that?
1: No, no, I I never got you do it. Uh, yeah, of course I would. Yes. That that would be fun. You know, I I've been by practice and, and everything and I'm uh ready and available. Maybe it's cuz I show up in and- um you know not basketball gear or anything but i i would love to do that but
0: well, chance favors the prepared mind brody you got to step exactly. in there though with some actual mesh shorts up your back the a t-shirt yeah maybe one of your big dog shirts
1: yeah you're right mike
0: you're right next time i'll do that <laughs> all, all right brody before we let you uh, before you have you sign off though just all right just give the people out there that uh what, what should we what, what should we be looking for, obviously, in the first couple games? What are you going to be looking for from this team? Not necessarily who they play, but just what are you going to be looking for?
1: Yeah, I, I'm just going to be looking for confidence um, coming right out of the gate for them. Right? That, that's been one of the more unfortunate teams in a few games this season and, and a couple of the recent losses. Um, it's been... Uh, You know, a hard time getting out in the first quarter, putting up a lot of points um, and, and, you know, really coming out with the same energy that they do for the final three quarters of the game. So, you know, they figured it out um, uh, in a, a lot of other games and. Uh, you know, they, they can even go down in, in the first quarter and then come back and, and be fine. And so, but, uh, you know, in the Pac-12 tournament, everyone brings their A game. So I, I'd say you can't really afford um, to do that. So I'm going to look, you know, whoever they play, Washington or Colorado, and in game one, they're going to come out of the gate and, uh, you know, try to bring that, you know, fourth quarter energy all throughout the, uh, the contest.
0: All right, Brody's a modest guy. You know what? So I'm going to speak for him here. He's going to start blushing a little bit. I mean this, and I put this out here yesterday. We've had a lot of greats come through Tucson. Ryan Radke comes to mind immediately doing Westwood One coverage. I have a couple friends that uh, mentored him, and they knew immediately. Brian Jeffries, obviously, he's a Hall of Famer for a reason. Brody Dryden right now. Buy your stock in him. Follow Coyote Brody, or is it Brody Coyote? Coyote Brody. Coyote Brody, this guy's the next one on there. You can absolutely tell it. I feel like uh, you know, I'm just I'm just glad to be associated with Brody. But on that note, my man, have a great trip up there, bro. And uh we will uh we will definitely have you on next week when you get back.
1: All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Of course. It.
0: That's Brody Dryden right there. All right. And again, I mean everything I just said right there about who I affectionately call the big dog. One thing I also mean, too, is the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word P-H-N-X. All right. My picks have all been terrible. So I kept telling people, go against the Pistons while well, the Pistons start winning games. So DraftKings steps in and they say, you know what? We're going to make this easier for people. So now you can bet on the UFC fights this week. Put down $1 and no matter what happens, you get $100 in free plays. New customers only eligibility restrictions do apply. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They will get you taken care of right there. Again, $1 down, that simple, that easy. All right, let's go around the campus here a little bit here. Uh, obviously, baseball, a lot of good stuff going on there. We're going to talk a little bit later in the week about some Arizona baseball. But I want to rehash a little bit. And by the way, I am going to go, here's my DraftKings pick of the week. I'm betting on Colby Covington. Yes, Thank you. Thank you, Kobe. I'm going to put that down right there. Kobe on Col or uh Kobe on Colby right there. All right. A little bit of Arizona basketball. What you saw last night was the performance of the season by our cats. And a lot of people are now wondering, well, how good is USC? Stop. USC is really, really good. If USC is in the second weekend, if they're an elite eight team, I would not be surprised. They are a good team. You know, Andy Enfield, not a great coach. That was for you, Kobe. But he's done a good job there at USC. This is a team, though, that is good. And what you saw last night was an Arizona beatdown of a top 15 team where they didn't even want – USC didn't want any part of that after a while. And I know that, you know, you pushed it back, and it was eventually, I think, what, a 20-point win for the Cats? It wasn't that close. I mean, it felt like this was about a 40, 45-point win. And honestly, that's what it was. But more so than anything, I was looking, how does this team react? How does this team react to a bad game against Colorado? I have it on some pretty good authority that Tommy Lloyd really lit into these guys after that Colorado game. And for a variety of reasons. First and foremost, you're absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kobe. yes, Kobe, you're right. Uh, but uh, first and foremost, this is a this is a team that is not 1990 UNLV where you can just walk into the gym and basically beat a team by 50. I mean, you've got the capability, but you're not infallible. And what you saw against a team in the or what you saw against Colorado was a game that shouldn't have happened. It's not necessarily the loss. I can deal with losses. If a team comes in and we talked about this a little on the post game, the team comes in and they shoot 16 of 30 from three. So not a ton that you can do about that. I get it but it's the unforced errors. It's the errors where I'm turning the ball over and I'm not even being pressured. Those are the ones that you're like, what are we doing here? And I think that's what Tommy Lloyd really got on his guys about the missed layups. You saw a focused team right there and a team that man come March. And I think Seth Davis, who certainly isn't an Arizona wildcat backer, certainly not a backer of the a, he said Arizona's a game is better than any a game in the country and i totally agree with that. i don't think that really there's any question about that because again, you're not going to see many teams do to usc what arizona did last night. that was just impressive stuff. now, i expect arizona to win its last two games of the regular season. arizona's got a one seed in my opinion pretty much cinched up. they can uh yes, and uh tina hits the nail on the head right here. colorado game was an anomaly, very well put. and honestly, You've got to look at it and say these are still 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old kids. These aren't pros. These aren't 35-year-olds. These are kids that are going to have some mess-ups from time to time. But the way they bounce back to me is far more important than the goose egg that you laid in Boulder right there. So just quickly, because I know Arizona fans do, uh, do worry from time to time. I think that's fair to say. Arizona's got a one seed, okay? Barring something incredibly unforeseen. It just matters where you get the one seed now because if Gonzaga loses another game, now the only team that they could probably lose to is St. Mary's, Arizona's got a chance. Arizona's got a real chance to get that number one overall seed, which you would love to have. But either way, if you're a number one seed in the South and you got to go through in San Antonio, Arizona fans travel. Sure, San Diego and uh, being in Anaheim would be preferable, but at the same time, San Antonio's not that far away, so you can make that trip if you were going to make that trip. So right now, I'm just on cloud nine about the way that the Arizona Wildcats performed right there. That was some really, really good stuff. Now, we got something else coming up that I'm going to be at here shortly, but also, reminder, DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. All right. $1 down on the fights this weekend, UFC fights, and you know what? Don't take my word for it. I suck. Just go ahead and just bet $1 and you get $100 in free plays. I can't even screw that up for you. That's what the DraftKings Sportsbook app brings to the table. And that's the greatness that it brings. My pick of the week is Colby Covington. Oh, thank you, KB Thiel. I do appreciate that. So there you go. There you have it. All right. Arizona Spring Football is here. Wrote an article about it. It's up on uh, GoPHNX. Check it out. Get a membership. You get a a bunch of free cool stuff. Shirts uh stickers all kinds of stuff access to all the best content i'm excited spring football is here and you know what it's not forced anymore all of the stuff like for like under someone and even Richrod, was just kind of lame to be honest with you first and foremost they didn't let you into practice so you know by the way, I'm going to give you a really bad, bad football team out here, and I'm not going to give you any insight. So, and, but that's different now. Jen Fish is in here. He met with us, uh, people in the media, the other day. And um, he talked about some of the stuff, some of the players to look at. And honestly, I'm just going to today at four, 340, I'm just going to soak it up because this, you're going to have a lot of this freshman class in here that we haven't seen before everybody's going to be looking at the receivers. I'm going to be looking at the quarterback, the running back. And on the defensive side of the ball, it's a little bit different than the offensive side because on offense, you know who you're going to be probably looking at. You're going to be looking at a Jacob Cowing. You're going to be looking at a T-Mac and Jaden Delora, guys like that. On defense, Don Brown's gone. You're going to be looking now at a Johnny Nansen. What is he bringing to the table? I would imagine that he's going to be a fairly aggressive guy Jed Fish uh, talked about how they wanted to remain aggressive, and I think you're going to see that. Now, tomorrow, we obviously got the postgame, but I'm also going to have a pod with you breaking down everything that I saw at U of A football practice today. But, again, wanted to give everybody a huge thanks. Everybody on there, Terrence, a.k.a. TJ, Tina, Kobe, you are all the best. Brody, you're awesome. This is a really, really good time. Be aside to be an Arizona Wildcat fan. Everything is headed in the right direction, and you know this could be a, this is going to be a special March for everybody. So again, really appreciate you all hopping on right here. I will be back with you tomorrow, post game, and breaking down some U of A football that I saw today. Can't thank you enough. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. <laughs>